El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa pa pa. En McDonald's participantes. Howdy DC on screen fans, how would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC on screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help. Um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want to want us to send you something at. You know, if, we, if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just... Give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All yeah. I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask. But, um, hey, or toss hell, a coin. Man, you know, once you, once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook, just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back with like critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know. Pull a Deadpool. Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably, we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen. I am your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hey. Howdy. Howdy. Uh... Do you go right into the witty banner about... Being a dark horse yourself? <laughs> Actually, that's the first thing I was going to say. Oh. It was the first line that stood out. Actually, I mean, I, I don't want to hate on that too hard. It was it was good. It was yeah. a good dig. I actually wrote, dig. ha, ha, bit of a dark horse yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was kind of fun. It was clever. Arrow. It was damn clever. We're getting super spoilery on Arrow 414, Code of Silence. If you have not seen this episode, go watch that. And cry with us <laughs> um, um scott madison our, our buddy scott writes in says assuming oliver knows who who damien's wife really is and vice versa why are they bothering with the veiled diplomatic language why not take a private moment on stage to cut to the chase don't suppose you want to tell me why you're running for mayor if you're just going to destroy the city etc etc it's a good call man yeah yeah i mean you know her response was just going to be funsies Mm. for funsies or you know just to fuck with you whatever the hell she's just know what dark willow now she's just dark willow <laughs> like bored now <laughs> that's from buffy guys if you don't yeah. know that go watch buffy what's wrong with you You're right um well not, not not yet listen to the rest of this episode but um when they stop airing these shows to go back it's a summer project uh Likewise, Scott puts it perfectly on this as well, uh, which is my next bit of commentary. Black the, Canary, the good job watching the car. Yeah. Yeah. Black, Ga Black Canary, good job watching the car. Spartan, good job watching the car. Speedy and Green Arrow, horribly obvious job of watching the car by riding motorcycles next to it and over top of your target. 
Right. Uh, and I believe he said they totally deserve to fall into that trap, and I agree. He did. He did. But the uh, action, the actual, um, it you can tell that, uh, I mean, I, I guess I, I should verify that by looking this up before I say it, but you can tell they got somebody that was better with action between the episode before and now. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the action looked better. But apparently what you get when you get an action guy that can actually, you know, choreograph and, and film a fight scene is you get weird over-the-top mm-hmm. shit, like jumping your motorcycles over stuff. Right. He he got a little too uh got a little, got a little Michael Bay on it, but <laughs> um, Hey, good with the bad. Right? I like. Yeah. Here's something that I actually liked. This is gonna be a positive note for Arrow, um, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh Damian Dark saying we didn't really plan on Oliver Queen. Malcolm Merlin, no one ever does. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. And, and it's I'm like, true. also Malcolm's just hanging out with Damian Dark now. Just right. Hanging out. Being handy. Like, well, right. Well, he's like, well, I don't have my ball cupping hand. What else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, well, he's hoping he'll uh, show him that freaking Darth Vader voodoo shit so he can feel like he has hands again. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you yeah. have, if you have some, like, telekinetic powers, you don't need both hands. And does he have long-range telekinesis? Did he, like, I believe he does. strangle that dude over a fucking TV? He did. Because, motherfucker... Like every time you think, every time you think Dark is as scary as he could be and as watchable as he could be, he gets even more watchable and even scarier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the phrase you used the other day was thoroughly watchable. I thought it was wonderful. He is thoroughly watchable, is especially thorough. when you consider that he's a Borg. <laughs> I just, I don't. Apparently, he can like shake the ground of a building several miles away, and I don't know how far away this Tomas dude was, but he, it, it looked like another country. Mm-hmm. I mean, does he just have to be like vaguely aware of your presence and have any connection to you whatsoever? And he can, oh man, maybe it's like a nightcrawler thing. Like you know how nightcrawler can like, as long as he can like think of a place or envision a place, he can teleport to it. Maybe that's what right. it is with Damien. As long as he can see you. So this can, guy's trouble was uh, he should have gone to an undisclosed location before he started skyping a uh, big evil dude. Well, or maybe he just shouldn't have skyped him at all. Maybe he should have just <laughs> he called should have him. Kept his I don't fucking know. mouth shut is what he should have done. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I do want to point out that this is the third episode in a row that I've mentioned Star Trek in some capacity. Now I kind of feel like I have to do it on the next episode, oh, too. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow, you'll be, able to, you'll be able to work that in there somewhere. That'd be easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's funny that Quentin doesn't like the idea of Laurel and Donna seeing each other <clears throat> or hanging out uh, in any capacity. That sounds accurate. But, I mean, he just looks like he's about, he's just like, uh, he looks like his ulcer just started acting up again. It remind you know what it reminded me of. Have, uh, have you ever had a moment where you um, you realize that like yes, two of, thank you um, that like two ex girlfriends of yours have met and are talking. It, that's what it reminded me of. Um, hmm. if two ex girlfriends of mine ever got into a room together, they would just wind up thinking the other one was a bitch. They wouldn't even get to talk <laughs> about me. They wouldn't even get to that point. That's the best you could hope for, right? <laughs> I, <That's> just, <laughs> I did. I got a, I got a, I got a text from uh, from one one night saying that. Um, she had met the other, and they were they were having a drink. And I, I I briefly remember praying that I am as uninteresting as I think I am, and and not worthy, a, not a worthy topic of discussion. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah man. you know, I mean, well, okay, well, there is like a worst case scenario where that is true. You know, it's like it comes up, but it's just as fleeting as a oh, did you try that mocha latte over at Starbucks? Yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, right. I felt like it was more like, isn't he like a weird dick? Yeah, he's kind of a weird dick. You want to get another drink? Yeah, let's get another drink. 
Move on. <laughs> yep. How about them Cowboys? Uh, Next. Uh, whatever you want to do. I, I, <laughs> whatever girls talk about when they're being alone. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that most of my exes would only have so much to say as like, well, he's really into Batman. Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he is real weird. And then, you know, move on. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, what did you uh, what did you think of Felicity saying? Oh, I knew we should have had Slade Wilson do the party planning. I don't recall that. Yeah, when she sees like the the party that her mother's put together, like the balloons and everything, she says, "Oh, I knew we should have had Slade Wilson do the party planning." I don't know what that means. I missed that entirely, and I have no idea what she was referring to. Like, I don't either. I don't remember like, his wa- his event planning capacities from any of his episodes. I heard it. I rewound it and heard it again. <laughs> Still, I rewound it and heard it again. Still didn't get it. Like, does is Felicity just saying she wishes that everything was, I don't know, black and orange, right? Or blue and orange, or no? Something? There'd be a lot more like knives, <laughs> swords at her party, right? Right. I feel like they're just throwing us little bones here and there. Like they just shoehorned us a bone. Yeah. Like, yeah. see, we acknowledge he still exists. Well, thanks, dicks. Where's my Manu Bennett? Now go check out all of the news that's saying how how thoroughly he is not going to be involved. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Which, you know what? Mostly I'm fine with, because I didn't really care. But, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, so, this seems about right. Sarah Clayton check discovered. Yeah, kind of figured they'd be, they'd, someone would figure that out. Um, yes. I mean, that's surely. Just surely. And mm-hmm. what it leads to is one of the dumbest fucking justifications that even Arrow has ever put forth for for lying. Like, all right, she's saying, how does it work? Um, she ends up telling him that he was like a playboy, like an untrustworthy playboy before, and now that that's not true, does that doesn't change the fact that he is now dangerous? So, mm-hmm. I mean, great, but that all changes with like you you've got Felicity in your life now. None of that matters anymore. Like, you have to tell Felicity. That's the big thing we're trying to get at here. You have to tell Felicity. And then mm-hmm. all of the stuff with, with your kid and, and when, how the baby mama feels about you at any given time is absolutely irrelevant. And on yeah. top of that, Felicity's way smarter than oh, both of you combined. And we'll figure this out eventually, and you better get ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. Felicity is smarter than, the than room. anyone on the show. Than the room. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to specify which room. Which is weird. That the writers decided to do this with her. Um, <laughs> Quentin, trying to to protect uh, Donna, lies to her to get her to go away for a minute. Right. She walks out crying thinking, and realizing Quentin's a liar because he's, he's an idiot. Right. Um, and Felicity says, uh, what did you do? And he says, why do you think it's me who did something? And Felicity angrily says, because you're a man. <laughs> now, right. normally, I feel like a very Felicity line. It didn't feel like a very Felicity line. It also, like, you know, I wanted to kind of check myself against just a knee-jerk, you know, reaction against that sort of thing, being as I have a penis. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I felt, like, my girlfriend and I were watching it at the same time, and she kind of goes, whoa, dude, that's not okay. <laughs> and we I was thought, like, right? We she was so like, much yeah, more highly of, of you. Oh, come on. She's like, that's not an okay thing to... Dude, women are jerks all the time. Like, that's not an okay thing to do. <laughs> right. Okay, good, good. It's not just me being, you know, overly protective Defensive of my own. about 
just men in general or something. But yeah, yeah, and it was. It was a really weird line. It was really weird. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Felicity feels like Oliver's keeping something from her. But hey, Felicity, you lead a double life, and you decided to marry a guy who leads a double life, who's been lying to people for years. Mm-hmm. He's and taught other that, people how to live double lives. He's so good at it. And before that, before he even learned how to live a double life, he was le- leading multiple lives. Right. Cheating on everything With he could multiple find. multiple women. Like, you get the feeling that at some, You're at smarter some than points, him and Tommy had bets on how many women he could successfully date at one time before it folded in on him. And probably yeah. like went through with it. Had a, you know, a bitch can't do more than five, but I can. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go getting mad at Quentin Lance. I mean, there are plenty of reasons to get mad at Quentin Lance. Like, I don't know, going to a building by himself even though he's the police captain right um because <laughs> that's totally up to code yeah that's how that that's works. a good yeah that's a reason to be annoyed with quentin lance not even mad at him Although I, and just you like know, oh I, man come on dude it, it was and it was it's a weird thing to like you're the the highest ranking officer here man i mean surely surely somebody else can go check out a, a mild disturbance in a building somewhere but <laughs> the bill is like the building attacked me Right. <laughs> you got super darked. I'm like, uh, Quentin, Quentin, you've seen what that asshole can do. I don't know why you're surprised. What do you think is happening? No, I don't know. I don't know. I, um... <gasps> Laurel! No, that was the wrong thing to say. That was the wrong thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm i not going to get on the Laurel train with him today. Like, it, he actually did a good job. Like, this is the most fun I've had with Quentin in a long time. This episode was, was I thought, yeah. pretty good for him. It was pretty good for him. That's the that's the perfect way to put it. It, it was pretty good for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just just keep drinking your coffee in the layer, buddy. Right. Just <laughs> keep walking around talking to Oliver. And really dig in with that guilt. Like you're a different man there, Laurel. Uh, Oliver. Sorry, Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, you you're try. a different man now. You're a good man. Yeah. Like, yep. And and. Why does that no one ever notice like those looks of pain on Oliver's face or anyone else's face on these shows when they're keeping a secret to protect somebody supposedly? Mm-hmm. And so it was like, no, you're you learned not to lie. You did a good. You're doing. You're a good man now. And they always see like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not good. I'm bad. Just please stop telling me I'm good. Yeah, I would. Uh, that would make more sense if they ever learned from it. But what happens is, um, right? They'll. Say like, oh, because you're a good man. It's always us being set up for the person to go be a, a, a worse person than they deserve to be. And it'd be it'd be one thing if it was like a momentary lapse of uh, character that we were displaying with his little shameful, you know, stare at your feet look. But it's that's mm-hmm. not. It's never what happens. Instead, it's some. Oh God, it's it's just more lies, more and more lies. Oh, let me. You were not a fan of uh, Danny Pudi being in. Um... Captain America, the Winter Soldier, correct? Correct. What did you think of him here? <laughs> what? That was Danny Pudi playing the leader of the demolition team, right? With a nail gun? Was it? I, See, I the fact that you're not sure proves my point. This woman looks exactly like Abed from Community. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was so weird. I started calling her Nail Gun Nadir in my, in my notes. <laughs> yeah, that one never crossed my mind. Never did. I, you know what? I, the whole time I was watching them, though, I just kept thinking, Demo Team? Like, such a lame fucking... They are. Why no. are they shooting people no, with nail she, guns? Just, she does not look like Abed. Oh, I think she does. Nah, way too fierce. <laughs> Abed's a, a fragile a fragile creature. 
I think Danny Pudi could pull it off. No, no, he looks like he weighs about 75 pounds, man. I don't think he can pull off. Certain action sequences, I think, are outside of his physical frames. Yeah. Abilities. But Actually, uh, really Scott says, disappointed Scott with says fans, he says fans of Stargate Atlantis will recognize Nailgun Girl mm-hmm. from... <laughs> from this new bad guy team, fans of Stargate Atlantis will also agree that her new hairstyle sucks. <laughs> <laughs> not familiar with the old hairstyle. I'm not. But... I'm not either. I'm not either. I was more of a uh, Stargate SG One for about a season until I realized they were just you know ripping off old Star Trek scripts and went okay. Right. Oh, have you had? Um... Have you had a couple moments where you're you're watching Spartan and just kind of thinking to yourself, Diggle, that that helmet's looking pretty beat up. Guess you should hop over to Central City sometime soon. Oh yeah, and he's coming. He's coming to Central City this coming up week. Yep. And this episode, they actually had his like helmet get thrown off, and he like picked it up and looked at it like, "You're not going to keep working. <laughs> like this won't do." I have just yeah. I mean, it, like he did. He just basically is like slimmed down a motorcycle helmet and strapped it loosely to the front mm-hmm. of his face. It's not. It's not gonna be good enough. And I'm wondering if they yeah. if they really had that plan the whole time. Like, yeah, we're gonna give him a pretty temporary helmet and then we'll we'll get him over to um to the, yeah. the Cisco camp any sometime now. Hook him up and it'll be a great thing. Or if they just put it on, didn't think they'd ever have to think about it again, and people hated it so much that they decided to go ahead and do something clever. And this is a clever out to send him to Cisco. That's mm-hmm. that's a cool thing to be able to do. But um, yeah. you know what's fun? One, Thea taking the role of Diggle. Um, don't tell Felicity. Right, <laughs> right. Keeping William a secret is keeping him safe. Don't tell that bitch about William. Okay, thanks, Thea Diggle. <clears throat> okay. Um, but right, here's her the whole, most interesting her whole part. speech. Like, except now it's not a lie; it's a promise. That, oh, fuck you. Uh huh. But ow, fuck. guess what else they did? They had Felicity. Telling her mom, maybe he's lying to protect you. Talking about Quentin. Okay, I was okay with it in this one instance because what she, she wasn't trying to get her to be okay with the fact that she's being lied to. She was trying to get her to go talk with the guy for half a second and maybe see if that's mm-hmm. what was going on. That moves the plot forward. Thea moved it back. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's something Diggle did is responsible for, and I think he did it last week. I think this is the second week in a row that he's mentioned digging around the dark web. Like, can we not use? Did you guys just do a YouTube search and realize the dark web was a thing? <laughs> did you r- freaking like someone just discovered... saw it, saw an article, wrote it? They all got fascinated by it and decided to put it in. Yeah, they discovered Tor. They got into the Onion Router and went, "Oh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yep. Why are there so many? Why are there so many hits being taken out on the Arrow Riders? Wait, we're the Arrow Riders. <laughs> that didn't work oh uh by the way the debate um i did like that the the climax of this episode ended up being like all right guys get out of your out of your street clothes back in like we've we've got to go do a debate now that we've I mean, he's, he's just arrow yep. like 20 minutes before kicking some guy's ass and now he's uh now he's got to hop on here and well it's good, it's good that he has good cardio because people would really be wondering why he was so fucking sweaty up there but mm-hmm. um they all right so channel 52 news just, just, I'm so sick of, of that course. joke. But um, you know something you've never seen and you'll never see probably in your lifetime is like any headline that even says it says even near this unqualifiedly Queen wins mayoral debate. I, mm. I, I don't think I think the only time that could possibly ever happen that there wouldn't that they the talking heads wouldn't 
spend like a week rehashing every moment to decide who won for themselves rather than just declaring one. Mm-hmm. The other, the opponent would literally have to like stop in the middle of somebody's speech, say, you know what, you win, you're a better person than I, and leave, and maybe shoot right. themselves. I was surprised by that as well. It's just a, it's just a, a thing that doesn't really happen. It's just a bad, a bad thing. Sometimes I do. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the the writers for these shows sometimes were or are or, fourteen or year olds <laughs> who don't know anything about anything like in the real world. They know comic books, but and, even then, like you know, I know it would ostracize a bunch of people. I know it would alienate a bunch of your viewers. But you already do that by saying shit like, "Oh, you're a man." Yeah. So let's just move past that. And can we not just make Oliver the the nut job liberal that he was in the comics? Right. Like he was an extremist liberal. Like, no, why he's can't like, we see some of that debate? No, he's a, like a really angry Bernie Sanders. Even yeah. More angry Bernie Sanders. He's angry, agile Bernie life. Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie's life had taken a very different path. And by the way, you know the the wife of the bad guy in your show is his running is like is is running against him. So you know you can just make her like a Donald Trump. Yeah, easy, easy. So you know that's the easiest thing you could do. Uh, but it goes along with the source material. That's one of the things I'm sad about with spoilers for Legends of Tomorrow that Hawkman is dead. <laughs> just because I, I that's one of the things I loved about the, the old Justice League comics was Hawkman and uh, Ollie going at it. Like Hawkman's like this really ridiculous conservative, like just so <laughs> conservative is ridiculous. <laughs> this right wing, well, you could clearly see he's got two wings, right, right, a left and a right. But right. <laughs> sorry, but boom, pulls focus on but, that. But you know, I I I like the the political stuff in comic books because I feel like that's a big that's a big part of like superheroes like. Man, somebody's gonna have to like agree or disagree with these superheroes, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, got, even, that's one of the things I loved about the Justice League cartoon is like they went ahead and dealt with the government having an issue. Like General Eiling was totally Republican, by the way. Right. Was like had a problem with the Justice League floating above the Earth with a giant laser pointed at America, which is a very <laughs> real concern. It's a very real concern. Oh, there's a bunch of demigods with the most powerful weapon on Earth, and we can't. They're not even in our jurisdiction. I feel like we should talk about that. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to get like so deep into it that's all we're talking about, but you know what? It would add a little spice and a little flavor, you know, a little uh I don't know, uh variety yeah. to the to the show rather than just he lied to protect you, I lied to protect you, they lied to protect you. Am I a monster because I want to kill people? And, uh, okay, those are the things that we talk about all the time on Arrow. Mm-hmm. We can bring politics into it. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to get upset. I claim no party. I'm good here. Let's <laughs> Do have whatever fun. You want. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty at- un- unattached to any of that material myself, so it doesn't really bother me. Um, yeah, and you know, it does. It well, it this uh, this bothers me in in as much as like you know they have like a new like you said like they have a news outlet saying like oh he won the debate pretty clearly all the experts who are these experts. Well, who are these experts who won. agree that he won? Um, they didn't even say that, that it wasn't even experts agreed. The headline literally says Oliver Queen wins mayoral de- or Queen wins mayoral debate. Period. But Thea says all of the experts agree that you won the debate. Okay, who? Yeah, they never they never exactly cited an example or something. Was it like Rush Limbaugh and Rachel Maddow? I mean, they could have like, at least <laughs> stuck to, like for 
they didn't even say experts agree Queen wins moral debate, which would all fit on the screen just fine, guys. So you could have done that instead right. if you wanted to. But so now they they made a bad choice with saying outright that he won because uh-huh. it's been declared. And then they referred to the experts later. Like Thea could have at least just said the news said you won. Stick to their story. Yeah. The news said categorically yeah. that you won this bitch. Yay! But you know what? I kind of want to. I kind of wanted to see the debate. Isn't that I sad? Like I don't. No, I would. I'm I not really wouldn't have minded a little bit of like they have. They've done a lot of stuff off screen. Like when he has to go be the mayor now and go do the go do the mm-hmm. be the mayor stuff. And, and uh, his campaign has been something that's in the background, and we haven't really seen any of the meat of it. And I wouldn't have minded mm-hmm. a couple of questions, and then just fade off. You know. Fade back to your terrible news uh, story, but now, I understand they don't want to like take up the time on the show to have that. But what would have been cool? But he's is, running like, for mayor, if, and it's a huge portion of the show. It deserves a little bit of screen time. Yeah, show a portion of it, and then have Thea say like they have the entire debate up on YouTube or whatever, and then we can actually go and look it up and watch the entire debate oh, that'd as be if awesome. it happened in real life. That's what they should have done. That would be but awesome. My guess is they didn't. They haven't gone into Ollie being too liberal or too conservative either when i mean so my guess is like with any kind of you know candidacy run you're gonna have to get into some of that and well, they the, don't the fun want part about anyone a, uh, attributing anything to anyone I, I, the fun part about if you're writing for a, a candidacy run you can just be all hope and dreams and never have to declare like where you're coming from because mm-hmm. the same two politicians with two completely different uh, ideas of how to go about doing something can sit there and say, I want to make the world a better place. And everyone cheers. Or everyone that thinks they agree with them cheers. Um, right. Everyone who hasn't yet felt betrayed by the person cheers. And they can mm-hmm. easily pop in a couple of moments of him just being a hopeful person, but at least showing that he has the demeanor necessary to carry like a campaign on his back. Mm-hmm. Give me a couple of minutes, and even if, even even if you want to do you know real politics, it can still be city level politics. He's running for mayor. He's not running for like he he's, he doesn't have to have an opinion on any of the major things. You know, like, they're not going to mm-hmm. ask him about stuff that's really going to piss somebody off. Like he's not getting like stem cell research, abortion questions, or some shit. You can give him right. what are we going to do about a, a railway line? Mm-hmm. Well, I've never mentioned a railway line before, but we can assume there's one out there for the purpose of this question and him, <laughs> have him say something very hopeful about the amount of jobs that he intends to. Like, yeah, right. It's such a safe play, place to play. It's just it's just one city. I think pretty much where they where they really hit it in the uh, in the comics were one economics and you know uh, two like welfare stuff. Like they they kind of like kept it around there. I don't think they went into abortion in the comics no. or anything, but no, not, I don't remember that. I don't remember but, that one coming up. Ever actually, yeah. I'm sure I'm wrong about that, but not, I don't remember that is that ever, ever being in the book. And it probably was, and it was probably Neil Adams, but you know, probably, yeah. whatever. Part of the journeyman run or something, according um, to him. Um. He probably like, yeah, and you know, something that it's safe to do. Like somebody like Oliver Queen, if you do him as the the Green Arrow, can all day he can come in and and pull one percenter bashing out of his ass and it, he's not gonna lose any viewers like mm-hmm. i'll be honest man the the one percent doesn't spend a lot of time watching arrow you can bash them all on they don't they don't fucking care yeah you know the most interesting thing they could do i think is to have diggle take up the the conservative bit you know former military i think that would work yeah. i think that could be really interesting you want like a uh a paraphrased version of your your hawkman yeah VA arguments sure that'll work that's exactly what i want that's fun that would me. be a lot of fun they'll never do it no, but 
Um, okay, I'm going to whip through a couple of bits real quick, and then we're going to come to the thing that I know you want to talk about. Um, I, I annoying neighbor, annoying neighbor is not annoying still. Thank you for letting us know that she's still around and and um, I guess annoying. interested in Ollie's mayoral campaign. Right. Whatever. Um, what I swear, one of the stuntmen. Like the stunt man that that was Conklin when uh, when he's fighting Conklin and the whatever his name is in the in the island sequences, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that dude was one of the demolition men. Like <laughs> think, in all the scenes, yeah. <laughs> you think they just doubled up? I the think double? He, I I couldn't find proof of it absolutely, but I'm pretty sure. Thought you recognized the back of that beard or something? I I mean he's a bearded dude. He was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it could very easily be <laughs> very easily be the case. All right. I mean, and, I, um, by the way, thank God Conklin's out of the pit, out of the way. Yeah, I like I, actually, I liked his I last line. Like, what did he, what did he say when he was dying? Um, like, oh, um, Ryder's gonna kill everyone. Anybody, I- anyway, right? Okay, everybody, well, you, anyway. Something you like let that, him go out you know. with something interesting at least. Um, and they're finally doing I'm so something. I'm sick of that bastard. Of Ryder or Conklin? Both. Yeah, but mainly Conklin. Well, Ryder, I'm. I, I'm Remind me here, because I know I've forgotten this. Um, they finally kind of got something going on the island, and now I'm blanking on what it was. But they finally kind of gave us a little bit Nothing. of depth about what he was up to. There was something oh, around the middle of the it? episode. Oh, um, Ryder told him that uh, he started talking all this nonsense about the trend of providence, and that Ollie's been granted passage by the gods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has been proven to him that was over it. and over again. That was it. That he's some divine creature that he needs to harness. Mm-hmm. Um. I cannot be less interested in in this this island. Actually, I could be. Last year's whatever Chinese trip or whatever it was was less interesting was, than this. That was less interesting than this. Yeah, like this one at, at least, least. At least here we get we get mentions of John Constantine. Right. You get you get to see see people you'll have at least. Um, this one they just kind of I, I I almost feel bad for the island because it just it has not had enough time to do anything. Mm-mm. They're spending so much time on present day that they haven't really, you know, back in like season one, it was really, God, it felt like 30% of the screen time some episodes was island. And it felt like way more in some episodes. Like the island was the most interesting part yeah. in a lot of ways. And now it's a, it's it's reduced to an afterthought, um, which is kind of where it deserves kind to be is, presently. Yeah. Well, there's nothing happening. Here's the thing, yet. like, I actually wrote like the first island sequence I wrote, weirdly, the island, 10 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty, I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. I'm not that interested anyway. Um, I feel like I will be when they finally get around to doing something with it. Yeah, and I'm sure they will. I mean, Ryder showed up in the present timeline uh, long enough to to off uh, Waller, uh, essentially. Yeah. uh, One more big thing to mention. Uh, Obviously, uh, William is with Damien Dark. He's playing with Damien Dark's kid. Mm Mm-hmm. So does that mean that uh, Sarah Clayton or whatever her name was Sam Clayton is is dead? Um, Maybe, but not necessarily. Yeah. Um, so like big, big Dark's would- the kind of guy who would take the mom because the mom can't be fooled into thinking that the situation's okay. Can like take the mom and imprison her, and then mm-hmm. trick the kid into thinking like you're just it's just you know mommy's just away and she told me to take care of you and all you know he, he but he could do that and then. Enjoy being extra menacing because the kid's just out in the open hanging out and not Dale, aren't they all cool? Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. She, she's not necessarily gone, though, by any stretch. Yeah. So, big WTF of the episode, Curtis can just build a microchip that goes into a person's spine and fixes them? Yep. Yep. I mean, it was, it's, it's, there are a couple of cute things in the scene. Like, uh, 
actually, uh, Stephen Amell's acting in that scene was phenomenal. The the little that little mm-hmm. shake of the head he did when he heard that just was, I mean, on point. That was phenomenal. Felicity, as always, great job. Emily Bett Records again, mm-hmm. just great job. I feel for. I mean, I'm I'm confused by this scene, and I'm still so happy for her because that's what she makes me feel. But mm-hmm. you you can't like you can't just cure crippled them as an afterthought in the back end of a show. Like, well, if if they do, um, well, I mean, it's Curtis Holt. We don't have a Curtis Holt in this in this world. They do. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. I mean, look, if they actually start bringing it in and say like, if, oh, we've mass marketed this thing and made it affordable for people learning. because we're good people. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can do it. Well, I mean, you know, if they actually do from this point on start talking about like, oh, people who are crippled are going to be able to have this thing and it's going to be pretty affordable and blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, look, man, we're over in, over in, you know, spoilers for Legends, but over in Legends, you know, when they go to the future, that's not, it's not Palmer mm. Industries, it's Smoke Industries. Right. Um, I'm guessing Crippen, uh, Crippen? Curing Crippled. <laughs> <laughs> Curing Crippled Folk. Is probably gonna be that's a that's a that's a deal maker, man. It's I mean, gotta be. You're gonna too. become because look the the major uh, like the right now the leading mayoral candidate is getting married soon. Mm-hmm. The press will be there. They will probably notice if Felicity manages to walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. She'll probably be recognized at her next you know giant board meeting if she strolls into the room. Like this isn't something it can do on the DL at all. So they have to be ready right. to play with it. Like it's out there now. This is this is a this is mm-hmm. an Act Two gun. It's out there. Do something. But it's so. It was such a weird way to introduce that. It's like, oh yeah, he's been working. Now, am am I just wrong here, or is there actually what? How does that connect with him having a Felicity screensaver? I I don't know. I don't know what was going on with his screensaver or what he was doing with it. I mean, it was a funny scene because he made it funny, and um, it's really pretty clear that um, he's working on on this when she walks in on him. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with the screensaver. <laughs> he made it seem like it was part of the gift and then it wasn't I mean I, I guess he was just trying to keep her from looking at his research yeah I don't know because maybe so next week she learned uh, Felicity learns who William is yeah yeah digging, looks like digging right into that yeah. I want to know how how actors get that like vein in their forehead to come out because the male's really good at it like when he looks stressed or whatever he's like he's my son and like the the vein is coming up out of his you forehead. You see the blood pressure like, rise. Yeah, like Quentin does it too. He's just yeah. like my pills. Yeah. Blah, blah. And like that veins pop out. I'm like, dude, how do you do that? Yeah, maybe That's it's really a maybe cool. it's a breath exercise or something. I've tried to figure out how to do it, but try to. Yeah. Please don't try too hard. I just start. I I just passed out. Yeah, I don't want to get news from your parents one day. He died trying to act. <laughs> Coronary thrombosis. Never had a chance. Trying to make a vein <laughs> pop out of his head. Well, more likely they would get they would get word from you, but <laughs> <laughs> no one should go to maladjusted.tv and see what that's about, right? Um, because we don't act anyway. No. Um, I think that's gonna. Oh, he did. That's the, gonna do it for me. The one thing out of uh, out of the whole scene that was ir- irreplaceably wonderful was uh, Curtis. You're terrific. Mm-hmm. That was good. It did. That made that gave me a giant big old sack of the joys. <laughs> the joys, the joys, big heaping spoonful okay. of happies. None of that sounds okay. I don't know why. It's all very good. It's all very good, my friend. Just the way you're putting it, something just sticking in my craw doesn't sit right. I don't know. <laughs> That's gonna do it for DC on screen. Perfect. Uh, 
You can find every episode of DC On Screen at DCOnScreen.com. That's kind of fun. And iTunes and Stitcher. Um, also, Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Matt Carroll, Jeff Randall, our buddies, good friends of ours. Go check them out, MCUcast.com. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Oh my lord, can I can I come up with something else to pimp? Um, <laughs> yes, I can. Probably. Next episode, Legends of Tomorrow. Is it 105? Is This is actually 105, right? Um, yes, yes. This was the 105 you were, you were trying to refer to earlier. Alrighty. So we're going to be talking about Legends of Tomorrow 105, Failsafe. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. 